podcast? That's ridiculous. There's no podcast in this castle. Yes, there is. It's long and it's boring and it won't shut up about frame interpolation. That's on twos. for all that you do I, I don't know who decided paul lind is one of those people whose voice i know in my head i don't know that i've actually seen him in anything ever <laughs> like yeah, he's, he's like a primordial being he exists outside of time space reality <laughs> etc right, i'm gonna look his ass up what were you in he's in bye bye birdie He's in Charlotte's Web. I know what that is. He's in Beach Blanket Bingo. What's Bye Bye Birdie? I don't, I don't know. These are these are all like the most '60s looking posters that you can imagine. It's true. Paul Lind. Anyway, he yeah, his face looks like it's made of plastic, and not in a plastic surgery way. He just no. like literally a mannequin anyway this is the paul lind podcast where we talk about paul lind uh, who we know almost nothing about but you know what i can learn y'all still show up it's true we could do an entirely improvisation based paul lind podcast instead of this (laughs) (laughs) where we just make up shit about paul lind that isn't yeah remotely true he was in the uh, he was in the space program. He was wow. going to get to go to the moon, but then um, uh, going. Come on. one of the other Jesus, I can't remember his name. The guy that went to the moon. Uh, there's uh, very few of them. Stanley Kubrick uh, kicked his ass and kicked him off the set. Man, you you hear so much about um, Kubrick's bad behavior. <laughs> towards women but not towards the gays yeah <laughs> anyway this is the on twos podcast where we talk about cartoons and not paul lind sometimes paul lind he's gonna come up repeatedly because he's like that weird archetypical thing yeah so of course he is uh fucking he's part of culture parodied yes yeah well and he has a cartoony voice yeah who did the This week actual... we're talking about Kirby right back at ya. Kirby right back at ya. Um... Kirby, Kirby. <laughs> we have to talk about that fucking <laughs> intro song. Do you know it's... anything about it? Do you know who wrote it? No. I There wasn't anything about it on the IMDb page. Like, uh, I don't... Yeah. it sounds like something that someone just dumped out in like maybe 30 minutes it it's yeah, just it like uh it's a kirby 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 is the navy sh- it has because it doesn't actually page. <laughs> what <laughs> it's true um yeah i can't find i also can't find anything about the uh... well it's not it doesn't say anything it's one of those ones where it feels like you could just swap in anyone's name, yeah. like any any character, and it's oh, just like, oh, uh-huh. it is about them. Music by Akira Miyagawa. I'm going to guess that that's uh, wow. the interstitial music and not I mean, the maybe. bombastic intro For the American that's in season. English. Yeah, yeah. I mean... You still could have written the song. Oh, probably. It would honestly make more sense. I don't. Than yeah, being written by yeah. A if speaker. if you don't speak English at all, it makes more sense that you would have written this song. Yeah, exactly. Um, Akira Miyagawa is cool as fuck. It turns out. Wow. I first of all. Oh, what else did he do? Love. Yeah, you sent me this photo. Love his vibe, which is exquisite yeah. vibes. Um, wonderful I, I need to find out if this Akira Miyagawa is the same one there's a, a concept artist Akira Miyagawa I cannot imagine they are the same person but if they are that is deeply cool 
Um, anyway, we're, we're, we're so getting sidetracked. Did you, yeah. You had mentioned before we put this, before we like even slated this episode to be done, that you had watched this like as a kid. Like, yeah. this was one of your. Yeah, my buddy Gunner and I, we watched this up. like as it was running on air for the first time. Um, at least in I don't know when it was when it was released in Japan, but the the run of the American well, version says two thousand one to two thousand three was on Four Kids TV, licensed by Four Kids Entertainment. Um, you were saying it also ran on Fox Box, oh, which was Four Kids TV. That's right. Yeah. Um, man, yeah. I mean, we we just loved Kirby, so it's. It is interesting to look back on something that was like, yeah, Kirby was like clearly a hit in the time at the time, and like, oh yeah, uh, the thing worked. Uh, we in, just like enough that they were just like, yeah, all right, let's just put the cartoon out there, and and we we were like, oh my god, there's Kirby content to consume, and although I I am curious now what the um what the game that this coincides with um so it was released september 14th 2002 i think that's amazing mirror um kirby because yeah i i haven't done a lot uh all right uh 2001 kirby tilt and tumble his appearance in Smash Brothers Melee, Nightmare in Dreamland, uh, Nightmare in Dreamland. There we go. Which is one that like I I didn't play, but I know that was a big one. Yeah. So um, we got our start with Crystal Shards Kirby sixty four, uh, released March twenty fourth two thousand, um, and that was our favorite game. I have like vivid memories of playing that when visiting my grandparents in the like McDonald's when they still had N sixty fours in the yeah. places. <laughs> And just being like, this is the coolest game I've ever played um, by such a they wide They should really market. do that again. Kirby Arrow oh, came right. in 2003? No. Holy shit. Did, Will, did you ever play Kirby Arrow? I've played a little bit of it. Um, I People seem to really like the, the battle version of it, but I don't. I, I, I I don't like typically the battle version of racing games because it's just like I would rather just do racing. Wow, see, you are um an actual racing enjoyer, and that's your main fault, right? Um, that's your toxic trait. That's the problem. Why I can't you know enjoy doing the battle mode on yeah Mario Kart. <laughs> well, no, the battle mode. Actually, let me let me clarify. The battle mode is bad or like mid. Um, the city trials are amazing yeah that's the one yeah did you not like the city trials i liked it just fine oh, but it's like eh, it's it's kind of like set up to be a racing game so i'd rather just go fast oh my god listeners and not have to like navigate listeners don't pay attention to this fucking pleb i don't i just i can't i'm <laughs> quitting the podcast i'm sorry this i really enjoyed this up until this point but this has crossed a line oh, yeah. beyond something that i can really all right, I found the one that. View. So the Kirby game that I, so I I played uh, Dreamland when that was a thing. Yeah. Uh, on Game Boy. The one that coincided. And then yeah. Oh, Pinball Land. I had that one too. Pinball Land was honestly pretty fun. Kirby's Dream Course fucking rules. Very very good. Like that game is so good. I don't understand how, the, the makers of the Kirby games have been able to flex so smoothly between genres and just absolutely kill it almost every time i mean kirby's kind of entire thing is just i eat stuff and then get powers right which is pretty so flexible. It, it's yeah it's pretty damn flexible just to be like oh, all right well now you're the ball in a golf game yeah and uh you you eat things and you get powers i was so happy when kirby's dream course made it onto the um uh the snes classic oh yeah I was, it, I was well and it's on is it on the switch is it i think it i've only played well, it on the snes i the don't SNES know classic. uh but then the the big one for me was kirby superstar yeah, because good God, 
there that it just felt like it had so much more content than other games. The game is unbelievably dense. Yeah. And there were like little competitive games and stuff like that is amazing. It's amazing. It's just like so full of stuff. And um, there is something just absolutely divine about the animation in Kirby games. Like mm-hmm. it is both smooth and like chunky and um, like uh, they they play a lot of uh, with this in ways that are like really not at, nearly as effective and the the show that we watched where yeah like, i was gonna mention they yeah. they have some very early cg stuff that looks rough iffy uh-huh. but you could you you see the the like where they were where they were coming from and what they were trying to achieve when you go back and watch like actual kirby gameplay because the like bopping around and running into things that he does um it's really, really subtle when you're playing the game, but like it, it noticeable all has when you watch like, it back. Yeah, it, it all has like a momentum to it, and there's just a way that he flows that works nicely. Yeah. Even his walk cycle is very energetic, and he's he's moving on this wide arc, and it's it's such a a masterclass in like how to make a character feel different and and make them like move differently and interact with the world differently where you know when he's like bouncing into corners and you do a lot of in kirby it's a lot of like maze like movement where you're like boop 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 back and forth down a thing and yeah in most platformers it like feels kind of bad when you hit an edge of something when you like hit a wall you lose some of your momentum but in kirby you bounce off of it just a little bit and you Kirby's body literally flattens against the wall just a mm-hmm. little and you get these like little star effects. It's just it's delightful and it really sells the like that you are almost gliding over these stages. Um and they Well, not to mention the fact that you can just glide. Yeah, that's like yeah. And, and that kind of like leads to it feeling like a baby game. Right. Which kind of they are. Like it's very hard to not win. A Kirby game. It's true, and it and but, it, to to its detriment in some of the later <laughs> games where, um, or maybe just being an adult where you're like, okay, this is like, no. What once you're an adult, then the actual difficulty of it is like hundred percenting it. Right. It, it's one of those games that has like kind of the the things like an Elden Ring has, where it's like, well, this has modular difficulty based on the way that yeah, you're playing and, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as you, as you alluded to this show, so it, it, it takes place in like a, a sort of nondescript, uh, rural community with a, a it's called Capulan king in a castle who is King DDD. Um, there's like a, a society of these creatures that look a little bit like, um, uh, Smurfs or yeah, like mounds of dirt with hollow eyes and a face there there's like oh those uh they're they're based off of like a type of statue uh they show up in animal crossing a lot yeah yeah exactly because um, they 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 show up in animal crossing as um uh, what's their the lloyd the lloyds yeah what are lloyds based on it's probably an easier they're thing to based search. on something all right, Lloyd Rocket. I found it as the the smash move. Gyroid. Uh, is a gyroid. Lloyd is a common common masculine name. Okay. Cool. That that tracks. Wow, this is what are you no based on? Fucking information. Why when real real world information Haniwa are historic Japanese terracotta figures ah. that oh god the oh, oh I'll send you this uh image that's uh these are a nightmare to look at 
Um, oh, I like these guys. These are friends. <laughs> I'm not even... They were they were buried with the dead as funerary objects. Interesting. I wonder why why they got why in why Kirby. they went with this design. Yeah, I don't know. Well, there were those like mushroom enemies in Kirby, the ones where they have the mushroom mm -hmm. head on top of them, and then you knock the mushroom off, and then they look like these guys. Mm -hmm. I don't know if. Yeah, that's... there's a weird translation in this anime between it being like, like this thing is very much not canon with the rest of it. And they play pretty fast and loose no. with the like structure of it and with like the motivations of all of the characters, um, which is fine. Like Kirby can be whatever you want Kirby to be. That's, that's why Kirby that's, rules. Yeah what we were talking about in the in the game section yeah exactly and so in this scenario they they're these like uh, apparently based on haniwa figures um these like townspeople but then there's also cappies which are more humanoid yeah and then there's also which they look a, a giant penguin and a giant snail yeah um, that are their own entities so i also is so the cappies and escargoon i think those are like the ones that aren't from the games i don't remember these little cappy fucks anywhere i don't either in the video games and i don't remember escargoon I don't and i've played escargoon. a fair number i i played actually all the games that came that led up to this one i guess not like fantastic mirror or the mirror one whatever his first appearance is Kirby Comes to Cappy Town, which is the first episode of the anime. Um, his last appearance was a cameo All right, that tracks. in Kirby Mass Attack much, much later, Huh. which is interesting. But King Dedede is in the main series. Oh, yeah. And is I mean, a... Dedede's, yeah. Right. And is in, he, like... He runs at you, he falls over, he's in Smash. Every game since the first one. Right um he he also has like the best theme song he's so great like the the ddd fight scene fight theme song is so good and uh obviously it just doesn't show up in this <laughs> <laughs> tv obviously series yeah. um and they also do it does seem weird that too. they don't it, it's so weird that they don't use any of that like pre-existing content for this stuff <laughs> like they make a fucking lounge song for the intro <laughs> rather than using any of the amazing music in the yeah original games i wonder if the music is different if all the music is different in the english version versus the japanese i don't know i tried to find the japanese version but i couldn't like actually find anything <laughs> yeah um Anyway, this do, is a weird do we show. Do want to start on yeah on the recap? Yeah, yeah, and I don't, I don't think we need to get super detailed with it because they are basically. And it's also interesting. The pilot feels like a totally separate show from the rest of it. Also, not completely, but like the animation style is quite a bit different. They make way more heavy use of CG. Um, and... Well, they use the CG a lot in this show and, and like obviously that's something that we're gonna talk about a little bit here because it's jarring that some of the characters have both like if you just said okay this character like king ddd he will always be 2d animated or uh always 3d or whatever or make kirby always 3d then it wouldn't be as jarring to look at yeah. because they just don't they don't do like squash and stretch quite the same and the the um the shading of it the is the line weird. weight on them is weird the shading it the shading is bizarre to me that yeah. like there's cuz on the the 3D models there's like a little bit of shading but then on their 2d stuff there's like just this like the shading's just 
different yeah it's like pretty scratchy and like these hard lines um but it honestly looks pretty good like the 2d animated stuff i quite like the designs of like i feel like the characters have quite a bit of life to them genuinely both styles look pretty good it's just the mixing of them yeah that's really weird like every time ddd is in his car the whole car is a is a 3d model is 3d yes is also a 3d model um and it will be like cut very awkwardly in scenes where everything around them is 2d yeah yeah it's just very strange or anytime that kirby does like a transformation or something like that he switches to 3d yeah then they they do a fucking magical girl sequence which i do love more of that please i do like that stuff um oh and then anytime he does his like inhale that's all 3d as well yeah it's just it's just i can i can kind of understand that it it looks like it was entirely done as a cost-saving measure while still having like a pretty dramatic shot of that like rotates around like they make good use of it from a directorial perspective. It just looks bad. Yeah, together. it's just that it looks weird mixed with the other stuff. Yeah. Um so this episode starts uh with a giant octopus going and eating to Which, the Which good god that thing looks amazing. It looks amazing. It looks so good. The sheep are so cute. They're just like little balls of sheep mm-hmm. and it's picking it it opens with it picking up and eating all of the sheep into bones, skeletonizing them and spitting them yes. back out at the farmer. Um, <laughs> Which is real dark. Yeah. Uh, the, it does immediately create a plot hole within the first 15 seconds, though, because this farmer sees the giant floating octopus and sees it fly back into the castle. Um, everybody is super like like goes to the castle storms the castle and i was like hey what the fuck is going on there's a monster here yeah um and then and ddd's just like oh no that's just my pet octopus look at him over there he won't hurt nobody no how and, and everybody's like which yeah uh, okay, it does cool. yeah um i i do love that one of the major um morals of this is don't trust people with southern accents i was thinking don't trust kings but um that's good too (laughs) i don't know why they gave him such a just like boss hog down south yeah oh what a that kirby he come up in here he's go hit him with my hammer he's like like very close to like fucking boss hog like he's Candy just southern sheriff like uh from quentin tarantino's movie whatever it's called um django unchained oh sure <laughs> he, he it, it it's like and specifically that because it's like he's putting it on like it, it's like he he himself is also putting on this affect um but he doesn't drop it at any point he does a little bit when he's like angry and yelling and and talking or like yelling at escargo escargoon specifically i yeah. feel like in those moments he drops it a little bit mm. like I not enough for that to seem like an actual choice no sure sure <laughs> sure um but anyway that's also the yeah the like introduction to the episode there's there's like a monster it's eating the sheep that's the main conflict the townspeople are obviously upset by this Yep, um, and he's like, dude, dude, I don't got no monsters. It's just a, a little octopus. Look at him there. Oh. What's also unclear to me feeds him some stuff is that this also happens before Kirby's arrival. Um, yeah. So is and then just, like, Kirby shows up with this octopus. Yeah, like is he just like amused by the fact that he has this monster, or like what's the? I don't. I I think that he bought the. His motivations are so unclear yeah. as far as like prior to Kirby showing up, then he doesn't seem to have any motivations. <laughs> and then the moment that Kirby shows up, his entire motivation is to just fuck with Kirby. Yeah, he's just like pissed off that Kirby exists. Yeah. Um, which brings us to our our, our next plot point. Uh Kirby's warp star uh arrives mm-hmm. in like near Earth orbit and Kirby wakes up 
from presumably hypersleep. Um, it's extremely cute. Kirby's like excited to see this this new solar system. Yep. Um, and then he crash lands. Then he crash lands into <laughs> into Cappy Land, uh-huh. which is like very like the uh like the video games yeah that's exactly how the video <laughs> it's games just start. like all right really here cool. comes the star and just bam. bam um oh but first the townspeople go and consult with the um the large totem which oh yeah it's uh it makes you feel better knowing that it's based off of a specific thing within japanese folklore um that this wasn't just some like uh primitivist bullshit yeah um i yeah i didn't look up who did the voice for it but uh ah, jim napolitano uh all right he's that god is known for on imdb we've talked about this it's fucking bizarre truly uh he's got additional crew in something called the universe okay 2008 which i i would consider myself additional crew in the universe <laughs> uh playing kabu in right back at you and then wow. additional voices in sonic x damn that is a known for all right i know this guy for those things now yep <laughs> and then he was in one piece grand battle for the nintendo gamecube Good as for him. actor oh was it was he like a, i have no oh, clue actor in the th- okay yeah i'm guessing that they had like some actors in some part of the plot <laughs> I don't know One Piece story. It's impossible I think to know One Piece story. By the time you get to the it, end, you've forgotten the beginning, and it and it is like genuinely. I've watched like a hundred episodes of it. Well, that's I, nothing. I just, there's yeah, that's no, nothing. there's like eight hundred or something a at this point. Billion. Yeah, it's ending soon, isn't it? Well, that's hardcore. I thought they were like genuinely in their last season. That's hardcore. Okay, back back on back on topic um yeah yeah the... so they go talk to kabu and kabu's like no dread is uh uh kirby's gonna show up he's <laughs> gonna he'll be do fine. stuff and then ddd drives his fucking tank over <laughs> <laughs> like it's the lamest tank i've ever seen too because it, it's just like yeah not it, it's just a like little jeep looking thing is this a toy is that why it exists? I don't think so. Cause remember, this isn't um, this isn't American. This is this is Japanese, and so it's not. Hey, guess what? Japanese, the, like they did the toyetic thing before we did. I guess, yeah. <laughs> but this doesn't. I don't know. It doesn't seem like uh, that interesting of a or like. It seems more right. like it was a stock 3D model. There, was, uh, there are fresh. some Wendy's toys from this series. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, There's not yeah, a ton. I'm not. I'm not finding a tank. No. Um, There's not even a ton. Apparent, apparently, the they had toys at Wendy's. They had plushies. Kirby's, Kirby's, Kirby right back at you. Wendy's kids meal toys. They had McDonald's in Japan ones too. That's funny. Huh. They had Kirby, Tiff, Tough, King Dee, <laughs> Escargoon. Does, is that just by virtue of them not having Wendy's in Japan? I, Do they maybe. have Wendy's in Japan? I don't. I don't know. Maybe not in two thousand two. <laughs> There's one of the characters listed here is custom service. Huh what that's a uh oh is... do they mean the sales guy do they mean 
or the chef. Oh, that means the sales guy. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone wanted a toy of him. Yeah, everybody wanted Just it. like some fucking business dickhead <laughs> with a middle part. Yeah, everyone wants that. Because Nightmare. All the kids were clamoring for customer service. Nightmare is an actual character. And then enemy sales guy is his name, which is super interesting. Is this like, was this like a, an, an analogy for like NHK? Why? Well, enemy was the name of the company that he works for that King Dedede keeps buying these monsters from. Right, right. But why? Why does this exist? You know? What is the, oh, why what does is it the exist as a thing? toy? No, what is the cultural thing that like made this character? Oh, as a, I don't know. It it feels like they just needed some type of like Rita Repulsa type of like place for DDD to be getting monsters from because they can't just have him be like I'm making all the monsters up yeah. in up in my lab. He's also because he's pretty Max Headroomy. Oh yeah. He has that feel to him. There's also the like guy behind him. Is that nightmare? That's nightmare. Is that yeah? All right. And nightmare's been around since uh, Kirby and Dreamland. Mm-hmm. As a real character. Um, I don't know if you know this, Will, but the um, uh, the sales guy, uh, yeah, has Kirby proportions. Wow. <laughs> Well, that could mean that he's a cappy. What? No, I think he's... Um, I get. I think he's like the same, whatever the same species that Star Warriors are. Um, oh, sure. And I like to postulate something. I've just, I didn't uh, get far enough into this series yeah. to figure out all the lore. I'm realizing we're, we're not going to really do a recap. That's it's <laughs> No. <laughs> it's not actually that interesting to recap. Uh, well, it's it's, just it's like all just like monster of the week. Yeah, yeah, which is fine. Exactly. It's just going like, oh well, I, I'm gonna go go buy stuff from this guy. I got the thing. All right, Kirby got to figure out a way to beat its ass. Yeah. All right, he did. The end. There's some interesting choices that I want to talk about though. Um, one of them is like Meta Knight. So Meta Knight in this, uh, instead of being an enemy like he is, or like a a villain in some of the yeah. other, the game series is um the uh spanish sword fighting teacher from game of thrones is essentially the same character as this guy pretty much um and which is an interesting direction to take um and kirby is also like a like literal baby um and yeah that's an interesting take also um because in the, the other in like regular kirby canon kirby is like kirby's infinite you know there's kirby is not a a, a baby nor is kirby an adult kirby kirby just is kirby is kirby's a force of nature you know um mm-hmm. and so it's a little bit it's a little bit sad to see kirby like you know brought into um into mortality uh and into uh, like a such a a, a limiting yes, reality exactly exactly um but there is there is independent kirby lore in this that i think that all whatever whatever species kirby is um is the same thing that meta knight is and as you get older i mean that yeah your arms grow longer and that's the only indication of age and you because, get wings no well i think that's because of his cloak um but there's a, a line that Meta Knight says to Kirby. Um, you're like you're getting pretty good. However, your your arms are too short. You don't have the reach to beat me. And Meta Knight's yeah. arms are like uh, also <laughs> extremely Meta tiny. <laughs> Meta Knight has a sword. They both have swords in that fight, though, right? In that duel. Oh, sure. Because it becomes sure, Kirby. but it's like, oh, your arms are too short. It's yeah. like that. He, he got a bigger sword. But what this means is that the sales guy who has Kirby-style feet, Kirby-style proportions every other way, but has regular human-length arms must be extremely old. This guy is like 
But he's also he also guy. has a head, which neither of the other two do. And a little like makes a little funny cat face. <laughs> which like he could be a cappy. He could be a cappy. That's all I'm saying because they have the same like, you know, dwarf proportions. Uh, like they they look like they are just people on their knees. Yeah, going around, and, but they also have heads. This is confusing. So maybe he's one of them. Right. No, you've you've made a good point because Kirby and Meta Knight's body and head are they're indistinguishable. Just, yeah. Yeah, they're the same. They're mm-hmm. they're just represented by slightly different parts of the hemisphere. They're face animals. Yeah. How how did this become a series? Anything? Yeah, how how did Kirby I mean, it. I wasn't able to find that much, but it seems like it was just like, oh, well, Nintendo wants to do this thing in Japan, and then they just shopped it out to four kids yeah. to do it in America. Fascinating. Like, I, I don't think that it's all that complicated of a story. I think it is. I think it's a deeply complicated story. I think yeah I think of how Kirby came to be and yeah I I think there's probably some like behind the scenes um real real wild shit that led to Kirby being being the entity and massively probably. successful thing that it is today which speaking of there is that new game coming out yeah we haven't about that uh, i played the demo for it what do you think which is thus far all we've got oh seems fun yeah that's nice uh, i like the the like switch back and forth between um like <laughs> interestingly slightly 2d and slightly 3d spaces yeah um well and it, it feels like they're gonna have a lot more systems than a normal kirby game has yeah they clearly learned a lot from how to switch back and forth between 2d and 3d from this anime yeah you can see which does it expertly as you can tell (laughs) god even the like the dvd box art yeah it's all is is just like (laughs) like there's 2d kirby and then 3d uh that big bird dyna blade and then 3d ddd and escargoon in the corner it's yeah the the whole thing of it is i think that they if they had had like proper cell shading then it probably would have been way better uh, you have to also correct the um just the the weight of the lines all the lines on any of the 3d models are so much thinner than they are yeah on any of the 2d animation it feels a little bit just like I don't know, did literally two different studios do the 3D and the 2D? Or maybe they, like, you know, did each of the things and then had to come back together. Uh, Production companies are Warpstar, HAL Lab, and Nintendo. So that doesn't really tell us anything about who animated it. Yeah. Kirby right back at you too? No way. What? No way. There's like a second series or a second. Are they they bringing it back? No, I don't think so. I think that was just like a rumor (laughs) that people were talking about. Uh, Yeah, that would make sense as a rumor that literally never had any chance of happening. (laughs) Wow, Dynablade looks really fucking bad on this box art. Kirby's excellent adventure. What is that tagline? How do people not know what what to do with their products? That's so rough, man. Why are the first three images on this IMDb all of the characters sleeping? 
Go to the photo section for this. I'm guessing that Kirby's excellent adventure is like <laughs> another another one of those things where they put like four episodes together and called it a movie. Oh, I think you're probably right. Look at this. Why is it just? Yeah, the photo just, is all the photo section is just people sleeping. <laughs> this is this is whack. What's going on here? What the hell is it? Uh, so it, it was in Japan. It was made in Japan, it and it's a and series called first... Hoshi no Kirby. Yeah. And then they just kind of like sent it over and had people dub over it. Yeah, just did a port. Yeah, that's it. Fascinating. Ted Lewis. Ted Lewis, why did you do what you did with S. Cargan? <laughs> <laughs> Ted Lewis is in... It's it's just a decision. <laughs> Pokemon Mewtwo versus uh, Mew. Is that the Ooh, first Pokemon? Sonic oh. X as well. Yeah, Pokemon the first movie, Sonic X and Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, you played Bakura in Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> yeah, I... God, I can never remember Yu-Gi-Oh characters' names. That's the, that's the, like, other Egyptian god guy with the white hair. Is he the, the like, white hair yeah. twink? Yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah, all right. Exactly. The the one that everyone... I don't know. I... I was going to say the one that everyone's horny over, but I'm pretty sure that that's just, just like everybody. every yeah. character in that show. No doubt. Except for Yugi. Except for no, Yugi. No one likes Yugi. <laughs> we can all agree on one thing. Yep. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, I'm excited to play the new, the new Kirby game. It seems like it, uh, I don't know, comes back to like the Kirby 64 feel a little bit with like a little yeah, bit but dramatic still, transformation yeah being a little bit more polished yeah. than the kirby 64 was hey, kirby 64 is a perfect game it's fine what the fuck are you talking about but you know when it's coming hot off the heels of like anything in that era you're gonna compare to mario 64 which was amazing i Hot take, enjoy Kirby 64 more than I enjoy. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah, I also do, haven't played it that, in forever. As you will. Um, some of the boss so what designs do I know? are pretty mid. But like the actual core gameplay is so good. The power combining? Are you kidding me? <laughs> the power combining is amazing. The final boss is this like weird eldritch like planet eating monster thing and i love that all the fights have that like cadence of you need to wait for them to provide for you an attack that you can consume so that you can spit it back out at the boss did they did they keep the uh the animals that you can ride no that show up in this show no thank goodness <laughs> the australian hamster <laughs> that was in um, or is he a guinea one, pig right? no that's the second one where they introduced them uh, there's the god i think he's a guinea pig um which eh, props to them for going australian with that <laughs> accent when boy you could have gone horrible for that what were those Uh, other two accents that they did the two like night guys have just horrible british accents oh yeah and then the the bird i forget what what accent he was doing but yeah it's the same type of thing thing yeah will do you not remember the fact that in kirby 64 you could combine ice and electric to become a refrigerator Hell yeah. God, In the new so one, good. you can just eat a refrigerator. That's almost as cool, but you can see that you it's worse, eat, right? Well, it, was the, <laughs> it was the soda machine section oh, where good. you yeah. suck up a soda machine and then shoot sodas at things. God, I love Crystal Shards so much. Yeah, it's one of those ones where, like, I don't think I owned it. I think I played that at a friend's house, like, way back in the day. It was definitely... I didn't own it either. I, I never owned an N64, but I played so much at a friend's house. 
I feel like the games that it's interesting. I feel like a lot of the games that, that live strongest in my memory are ones that I played at a friend's are, house instead of instead of actually owning. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The, I the ones that I think live in my brain more than a lot of others are ones that I played, like you were saying, in uh, McDonald's or in <laughs> uh, uh, video game stores yeah. when they had those display things. Because there was a, God, one that, uh, like, it's called Sparkster. And I played it one time in a uh, electronic store in the UK in like the early nineties. Wow, Holy shit! And it it's one that just like for the longest time I could not figure like I did not know even how to <laughs> look it up. Yeah. No, there was that period uh, of time of like I played this game. I think. It lives so much in my brain. I have no idea what it is. But I'll look for it. Even then, it's like, what was he a possum? I think, and it's like you try and Google like night possum video game <laughs> SNES, <laughs> like Cyberpunk Night. Just absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it had like Galaga style shit too, but was otherwise like a Mega Man clone. Yeah, well, and the way that I wound up finding it was that someone did a run of it at uh oh at an ADQ at, at a GDQ yeah like a few years ago, and I'm like, it's that thing, there it is. Wow, this actually looks like it plays very similarly to not to Mega Man, but to Mega Man Zero. Oh yeah, which is a fantastic game. I yeah, I never played any of those. I played a lot of the X series. Yeah. I mean, X's and also like, really good God, twenty XX and thirty XX. Yeah. I play those a whole bunch. Mega Man Zero is my my favorite out of all of those. Zero one through four. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we're clearly done talking about this, Kirby. this show, and that's yeah. fine. <laughs> Remember when they fight the big tree? Barely. Or when the big block shows up? Yeah, the like. They they really are like, okay, we gotta nerf Kirby immediately. How are we gonna do that? Um make the monsters all too heavy to eat. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then he eats a rock and fucking sinks into the ocean. <laughs> it does feel like they had that as like one of their main object because this is obviously meant to be selling you Kirby game. Like, I don't think that there was enough other merchandise that that's what they were trying to sell you, but they are trying to sell you Kirby games because they're like, oh, now he's using his fucking rock powers. Look how cool. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, no, that, that could actually, they, they that could have been more fun if, the the problem is that they like only let him switch powers once per episode because they needed to do the magical girl. Uh, right, because they wanted it to be like a Sentai series. Right, but it's it... just like you get one transformation per episode, and then you absolutely just dumpster the other person, <laughs> and then the episode ends. And that's it. Which isn't that fun. It would have been more fun if they. If one, these episodes were shorter, or two, they just freaking leaned into um, uh, transforming a bunch and like having a little bit of fun with it. Maybe. I don't know. I, I don't. I think that this is just one of those series where they had almost nothing to go on from the games because the games don't have anything for plot right. it's just here you're this you're this blob move to the right <laughs> eat things the end and they had to like expand it out create a whole universe. and they have yeah because even in the games i don't think ddd is necessarily a malevolent force like no he, not really i mean he's like not evil but he 
gets mind controlled all the time. Yeah. And is like, like kind of, which which happens even in this one, right? Like he gets mind controlled by the octopus. Oh yeah. 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 Weird, weird yeah. show. So kind of fun. It, yeah, they just like had to make up so much stuff yeah. for this. So much lore. They had to make up these cappies. They had to make up the the mayor and all that. And it it just feels like a series that had no reason to be made aside from trying to sell <laughs> the video games. Exactly. Which they didn't need to do because these video games are especially yeah, at the, the time games, some of the, the games best just games out. Work. Yeah. Yeah. And this feels nothing like playing the game. No, it it just yeah, feels like you're watching some weird baby show. It's a little bit better than that, but not much. Yeah, you got a <laughs> numerical review? Uh one power transformation per episode. Mm. I'll give it uh, two falala and fololos. Two each, Ooh. so four total? Uh, No, like two of them, which I guess is out of one. They do a later episode where it's like, oh, they were once one thing, That's and then the weird and kind of bad corporation turned them into two things. <laughs> and they have this monster that's running around and splitting stuff in two it's that is it's real strange. weird and, yeah <laughs> that's that's kirby right back at you we'll be right back at I you i next don't know week that we even with fucking talked about this series <laughs> not not at all that's fine <laughs> no <laughs> uh, we usually force ourselves to talk way more about the thing that we watched even if it's not actually interesting to talk about so i'm, but the, I'm proud yeah this, this one gross. just like yeah, it, it just, like, hit my brain and fell off like water off a duck's back. Yeah. I was more excited. To, it's it's sad, too, because I was excited to watch it. Like, and and enjoyed watching it, too. But it just, there's, no, there's nothing to talk about. There's zero sense the, here. Yeah. Yeah. So, what are you going to yeah. do? Yeah. See you next week. See you next week.